Hello Leo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my report, Leo March 2021 Astrology Must Knows. The first thing that I want to share because it's the most exciting thing ever is that this is my favorite month of the whole year of 2021 and really for most if not all of 2020 for many different reasons and we're going to talk about those right at the beginning because we all need some good news when it comes to general astrological transits. Then we're going to move on to some more specific Leo must knows. Okay, so the first reason why I love this month is because we have way more sweet aspects than we do salty ones. This has become rare in our experience. It ha it doesn't happen very often of late, um, but it is happening now and it's not going to happen again for this entire year. And even some of the ones we could list as salty, you know, salty aspects, some of those could go either way and could actually flip to the positive side. So there's just so much to celebrate because when when there are a bunch of nice aspects, it just really brings the climate for the, the general tone of the month. You know, these aspects really just show us, you know, what the mood is of the stars and um, it's pretty bright. The other reason, well, one of the other reasons, I actually have several more, why I love this month is because we don't have one of the outer planet clashes. We do still have some influence from the Saturn-Uranus clash in February, which is wearing, you know, more into the backdrop but this is the first month in a while. I mean, we had, for most of 2020, we had these clashes going on. Certainly in December, January, February, where there were exact clashes going on. And March is the first month in a long time where we don't have these. When we're talking about the astrological picture, we're looking at lots of different factors. And all of those different factors are moving at different paces. So we're looking at inner planets, the ones closest to us that are moving at you know, a certain rate quickly, usually. And then those are in those that are in the outer world, you know, um, cosmos where they're moving more slowly. And the ones that are out there, when they come in these conflictive mathematical connections, it just kind of hovers over us. And we don't have that happening this month. Okay. Um, like I said, we are still having like an integration of the Saturn Uranus storyline, and that is going to be present in the backdrop and then coming up to the to forefront periodically throughout 2021. But this is a month where it's not the dominating force. So that's really exciting, especially as the month wears on. Everything sort of continues to improve as we get closer to the middle of March for on a bunch of um, different fronts. One of those other fronts is the personal planet retrogrades, which is another reason why I love this month. 2020 was dominated by personal planet retrogrades. Personal planet retrogrades bring uncertainty, they bring going back over things, they bring not being able to do much planning, they bring you know plan changes, um, lack of clarity, confusion. They can also bring you know um, just kind of uh, the feeling of insecurity of just really not knowing what's going on because you can't see very far ahead of you. Like the mists are very thick. So as March wears on the lingering post-retrograde um, shadow from uh, Mercury having gone direct in February is wearing off. And so as that phases out, and especially as the other Pisces you know, energies phase out as the month develops, the clarity, the certainty, the ambition, the, all the pieces start to click and the ambitions to, to, to move them along come along with it. If you've watched my reports for a while and you watch my reports in November and December and January, then you know I was very excited about that, you know, the end of November, all of December and first half of January 
having some open stars compared to what we had before. But even those quote open stars had major hindrances in the form of the outer planet clashes and the eclipses. And so, you know, it was very short-lived and kind of had a lot of fog over it. We had to celebrate it because, you know, we really needed to have some forward movement, but we had all that going on. But now this month, we don't have all that going on. We're at uh, the midpoint between the eclipses. Eclipse seasons are super intense. Just kind of think back to November, December, you know, first part of January. Um, And if you've followed eclipses um, in the past or watched my work, then you know that Eclipse seasons bring radical changes, you know, crazy endings, stressful, emotional, new beginnings even, you know, and it's just a lot of change and uncertainty. And so here, March and most of April, we're, we're in this center point between the eclipses. The next eclipse season is going to be May and June. Um, but here we are in March, you know, into April, and we're at the midpoints between those. So we're we're dancing delicately between these agents of change that have been creating mass chaos and mass advancement in a lot of ways for many people. But that's another reason why I like this month. So at, you'll see the certainty and the clarity start to come back. It might not be completely present at the beginning of the month, even though the sweet aspects start from the beginning of the month. Pisces in and of itself, which there are many as, uh, you know, aspects and, and planets moving through Pisces this time, does tend to bring a little more introspection and feeling, but it does also activate your intuition. So if you're trying to plan something, you're trying to make something happen, don't worry if right at the beginning of the month you don't have all of the pieces. As every day passes into March, more clarity, more certainty, you know, more synchronicity. That's the place to really look this month um, is in the area of synchronicity, which I'll get to. I just want to make sure I finish my list about why I'm so excited about this month. The eclipses, the not the retrogrades, not the... Yes. Okay, good. All right. So now you know all the reasons why I'm excited about this month from the general transit perspective. Let's talk more about um, some of the planetary influences and something specific for Leo. So... Although Pisces energy doesn't necessarily flow the best for Leo placements in general, remember that you're so much more than just your sun sign or whatever you're watching for, right? So we have to look at all of these different layers. Now, because of the conflictive angle with Pisces and Leo, this can be a little bit of a heavy emotional time. You might feel pressure to be taking some actions and not yet have the clarity, but I do really believe that as the month goes on, you will start to have your certainty. So again, the big message here for Leos in general, but especially Leos, is that your big time of clarity and womb and like opening and you know, is going to be more towards the end of the month. This month is very much divided um, in its experience for Leos because of the difference between the Pisces aspects and how they affect you and the Aries aspects that start to get strong starting March 21st. It's going to be a completely different month and a completely different ballgame for you all starting at that time because then you're going to enter this fire time that is so much more conducive to your energies, so much more conducive for planning. Um, but I do think that by the, the last week of March, you will start to be able to nail down some pretty important plans and, or at least see the light at the end of the tunnel and be able to see when you would make plans. Um, you know, start to, start to have the ball rolling there. If you have to do anything important and you're sure about it, then let it flow when it's going to. If you're not sure about it, then just let that clarity develop because it likely will come if it hasn't already. 
Okay, so we talked about the Pisces planets, you know, having some challenges with you and also just in general with some kind of some confusion and internal and emotional types of things. But let's talk about some really positive things about Pisces and what you have the opportunity to focus on when there is a focus on Pisces. So sleeping better, it's the cornerstone for perfect health or, or optimal health is to sleep well. So you've got lots of opportunities because Pisces rules that. So this time of year, it really brings up this topic. Anything having to do with meditation or spiritual fulfillment or attaining inner peace or getting connected to your higher power. In this book um, that I wrote called Planetology, there's a section where I talk about how my my um, illustration of scientific mathematical proof that there is a harmonious being at the source of everything and that has to do with the golden ratio that even the placements of the planets their distance between each other is exhibits this golden ratio the 1.618 um, phi is is in this is worked in here and it's just, it's just extraordinary to see it. And what that tells me is that there's a higher power that's coherent and benevolent, that's at the source of everything. And regardless of how incoherent or chaotic or stressful life can be, that structure, that certainty is at the root of everything. And so that, that's something that you can really get in touch with this month. Even if you know it already, you can remember it. And if things get a little chaotic and uncertain because of the Pisces things or whatever else is going on, you can just remember this is a time to develop your intuition. Sometimes intuition is greatly helped through connecting with synchronicity. Synchronicity is the place where psychology, Jungian psychology meets um, you know, spirituality. It's the, 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 the world of synchronicity and the language of synchronicity is the language of the divine. And Pisces just epitomizes that energy of synchronicity. So if you're trying to do something and you kind of put it out there and you ask for a sign, you know, that language is going to be very loud at this time, light language. And developing your intuition through your connection and working with these forces can be really, really enhanced at this time. Also forgiveness of yourself or others. A lot of times people, are holding on to things that they don't realize they are. A lot of times we're holding on to things that we know that we are, but anything that we're still holding on to is not serving us, like literally. It, it is working against us. And if you are in some financial debt, there is a principle that I've seen at play where if you're tapping someone on the shoulder saying, you owe me something, meaning through forgiveness, like you're holding it against them. Someone else is tapping you on the shoulder saying, you owe me something, sometimes in the form of money. So this forgiveness process is, you know, very ripe with possibilities in general, but this month has lots of energy around working with these principles because of the Pisces placements and connecting to the oneness and healing addictions and anything having to do with strength, strengthening your mental constitution and detoxification. Pisces rules the lymphatic system, clearing out your lymph, clearing out your body, clearing out your space, clearing out your relationships. All of those are opportunities that Pisces is bringing this month. Okay, so when the Aries planets start to kick in, the, the formation of a trine sequence occurs. And a trine is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. So whenever planets get into the fire signs, they make this for you. That's why like your big time is coming towards the end of March and into April. And um, so just be ready for that and know that that's coming in case things get, you know, a little extra watery or emotional as these Pisces planets are moving through.
Okay, so something else I wanted to talk about for um, Leo specifically is the movement of Mars into Gemini. Gemini is a, a sign that makes a 60 degree angle with Leo. This is a very favorable aspect. And so having Mars, the ruler of ambition and movement and, you know, action and inspiration, making a nice angle to your placement means that all of those energies will be brought to life for you in your different areas of life. So this can have to do with, um, for everybody, this can have to do with more travel, more socializing, and it's going to accentuate the 11th house for Leo placements, which, so Gemini and Aquarius are our social, you know, two of our big social placements. So friends, friendships, connecting with people. I don't know what your situation is going to be as far as lockdowns and mandates in different places, because there are different karmic filters that each person and each municipality or country, you know, has, you know, that these um, transits filter through. But in the stars, there is certainly this opening that's occurring in March and April for travel and for connections and for social expansion. And if in your particular case, this still has to be virtual, then it can be satisfied that way. But there, there could be the other ways of this where travel is occurring, travel plans are being made near and far. Um, but it certainly will be busy. When Mars is in Gemini, we're definitely busier than usual. But because this is a nice angle for Leo placements, hopefully that will be a good busy doing good things that you're excited about. Okay, so your eighth house is very much activated um, at this time also. So this you know, can kind of feed back into that debt repayment or dealing with taxes, the topic of taxes might be really strong for you at this time. And that's not just because it's the month before tax day in the United States, it's because that sector of your chart is being lit up for, um, you know, for Leos. And that's going to extend for even longer for those of you who are August born ones. So, you know, well into April, this focus on the taxes and also loans. If you need to get a loan or you want to buy a house or you're trying to get a debt consolidation loan or you're trying to get capital funding, there's a lot of support there for you now because there are going to be so many aspects that are nice with these Pisces placements and those Pisces placements are going to be moving through that house for you. So that could be really good. And then they're going to be moving into the ninth house, which again has to do with more travel energies and learning and, you know, this topic of languages and international travel and immigration and teaching and publishing and, you know, things like that has been very activated globally because we've had the eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius. So you've been hearing me talk about these topics for everyone for a long time. But now with the way the planets are going to be moving, especially as they get into, um, Aries towards the end of the month, this is going to start to really activate that international travel, you know, and whether that's people coming to visit you or whether that's you going and making trips or whether it's you learning a language or whatever it is, this is really, really kicking up. And if you want to publish a book, that's also an amazing time. The end of March into April is one of the best times of the year to do anything like that, especially for Leo's. Okay, so the last thing that I want to talk about has to do with the Libra full moon on the 28th or 29th of March, depending on your time zone. Now, the full moons bring completion, fruition, drama, things bringing brought to light, you know, something gelling in a big way in the area of the sign of Libra in this case. Okay, so that's partnerships. Now, because there are some clashes with Chiron at this time as well, 
some feeling of woundedness or some some healing of woundedness you know it could be a feeling that leads to a healing of woundedness comes up i'm hoping for leos that because this is in a nice angle for you that this will be softer and easier with better outcomes but do know that there could be some things that come up at that time and if you can schedule i always say schedule yourself to be unscheduled at that time you know sometimes life doesn't allow us to be unscheduled but I certainly do plan important things the best I can around these full moons, knowing that full moons are a time when I always like, like a dog shakes off water when they come out of the bath. The water represents the emotion. And at the full moon time is when we shake our energy fields off, you know, shake the emotions that have been gathering of ourselves and other people out of our energy fields. It's like, I call it a full moon freak out or, or, or whatever it turns out to be for you, where it's like, ah, get all this energy out. So that is going to happen. And there are some ancillary things that go with that. Now, the chance for having a sweet blessing from it, like I said, are there for all Leo placements, but especially the closer to eight degrees you are. Now, remember my reports are always for um, Leo sun, Leo rising, Leo moon, even Venus and Leo, Mars and Leo. You can use all those personal planets to run a chart. And each of those charts will be part of your bigger astrological picture. You know, it's it's not just your sun sign that tells about the story, the, the story of your astrological picture for the month. So, um, so regardless of what your Leo placement is, and if you want to know what your Leo placement is, you can see how to run a free birth chart online, and then you can hear more about these degrees, and you can see if you have any more placements in Leo than you think you do. But in any case, closer to eight degrees, the more intense, hopefully for the better, this will be for you. And that equates to like the last days of July, the early days of August in that time frame, or between like three and 13 degrees, the closer to eight being the most intense. Okay, so those are the things that are most on my mind for Leo. As I've said, you know, just a extraordinarily powerful, positive month. And, you know, the later in the month will be even better for Leo placements, um, stepping into, you know, a really, really good time for you. And I hope it's really wonderful. Okay, so if you'd like even more information about the astrology ahead and how you can make the most of it, first go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You'll see a little note there that says, Dear Friend, I'm Annie Botticelli, and it will have a sign up right there on the front page. That's where you sign up for my free email newsletter. You'll want to sign up for this because you will get delivered into your inbox one month early each month month, my write-up, a comprehensive write-up of the month ahead, including all the sweet dates, all the salty dates, what you might expect with those, and lots of details about what you can expect for the month and what to be aware of and what to celebrate. Okay, while you're at AnnieHelpsYou.com, click in the right top corner under blog, and I've got all different types of blogs, but of note here with this astrology forecast is my astrology blog, so you can check that out. Then go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com and note, note that in the notes underneath this video, if you click on the little more arrow underneath the video, it will reveal all of the, the notes with these actual links so that you don't have to just remember what I'm saying because they're all always underneath the video. So you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com, get my written horoscopes for each sign up one month early as usual. I like to give you time for planning. Also, I've got extensive different categories for healthy living and astrology kissed living. So herbal teas for each sign, yoga for each sign as the sun moves through the signs. So you'll want to check that out. It's a beautiful site. 
then definitely also go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And check out the free courses that I have for you. And also you can see my paid courses. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, then wow, you should see what goes into my paid courses. You can check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. Even if you don't want to do astrology professionally, if you want to learn astrology because you love it and you want to learn how to use it for yourself, for your own self-development and help your family and friends, or if you do want to do it professionally, this course is crazy comprehensive and it will prepare you to do whatever you want to do with astrology. So you can see that at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. And the last thing is to make sure to get my book, my new book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. It's in every major bookseller. It all in every Barnes and Noble, every Books a Million in the whole United States. It's also everywhere extensively um, throughout the world. You can get it pretty much anywhere. And it will help you to do just that, align with the natural rhythms of the universe. It's a very comprehensive book. And you'll go back to it time and time again for resources on how to use all of the astrological potentials in the best way. You can get it on Audible, you can get it on ebook, and you can get the beautiful hardcover version. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!